Welcome to She Grows Podcast. I'm Danielle Doss, and I'm joined by the one and only Jim Matthews. And today we're doing something a little different. So go grab your favorite cup of coffee and get ready for today's podcast. Ladies, thanks for spending some time with us today. We are introducing a new segment to the podcast, and we're so excited about it. It's one we've wanted to do for a long time, and now that we're doing podcasts weekly, it feels like there's a proper space for it. Yes, this segment is going to be called Coffee Talk, and it's just going to be a laid-back conversation between me and Danielle about the gathering we just had. It will always come after the podcast of the gathering's message, so if you weren't able to attend or if you aren't local to us, you'll still be able to hear the content we're going to unpack, but we're really excited to be able to take some of the next steps, a deeper dive, or just more of a friend-to-friend conversation on what we just heard. I feel like we say it all the time, but our favorite way to sit down for a podcast anyway is over a cup of coffee, yes. and that's what we're going to do for these. So let's get into Coffee Talk. Hey, Danielle. What's up, friend? Hey, you just covered a really, really important topic in your last message, and I'm so excited to unpack it with you. Here yes. we sit with our coffee, just yes. like we like it. What you sipping on? I, well, at the moment, I'm si- sipping on Pete's Coffee, the Major mm. Dickinson's. Mm, I do like that. Yeah. But it's a cure, I guess. It is. It's this is my go-to fast coffee here at the office for sure. Yes, it's a good cup. It's not. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's choo choo. <laughs> Do you hear that? There's a train outside. <laughs> um, if I am gonna sit down and enjoy coffee, a Keurig is not my go-to. Yeah, no, me neither. I if I have time in the mornings, then I'm gonna make my own like drip coffee. What's your favorite? Um. You know, I, this is so basic, but I really love a good Dunkin's. Really? Like, it's so solid. That's fine. Yeah. It is a good coffee. I think my favorite, favorite drip, um, when I can sit down and enjoy it, is from Seeds. It's the Iron Fist. Oh, yeah. Um, from Seeds. Yeah, that's whenever I feel, I'm feeling like, oh, it's a I wanna, Saturday morning I whenever can enjoy I'm having this something coffee. like that. Yeah. But, like, my Monday through Friday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my, like, my, my I'm going to enjoy it, but it's not important drip favorite <laughs> is... <laughs> <laughs> I like I want to have a good cup of coffee but I'm not here like just sitting and savoring yeah. it on a perfect There's different yes. levels. <laughs> I go for the um Death Wish medium roast. Yeah. Is Boy, my favorite like I'll be running around this strip. place if I have some Death Wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's such a difference um in how you can enjoy the coffee of yeah. if I've gone through a season of Drinking a lot of just drip coffee, then I go back to Keurig. I just want to gag a little bit. Sure, but then when you after a but few days, listen, you're back. Used to I'm not going to be mad about it. No. Whenever I'm wanting a cup of coffee. Oh heck no! It's just if you've been having a lot of really quality cups, and then you yes. go backwards, and you're like, oh, yes. I forgot how bad you are. <laughs> but now I'm used to it, so it's fine. It's great. <laughs> Oh, well, I hope that wherever you are, that maybe you've already had some coffee this morning or in the evening. Oh, my gosh. A cup of coffee in the afternoon. Yeah. Hmm. I love it. Yes. What's your um, decaf for me? Because (laughs) I also need sleep. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've reached that age. What is your favorite time for a cup of coffee? Like, well... There's so many different layers to it because I enjoy a good cup of coffee when I'm getting dressed. Yeah. Um, But that's a different, but like if I'm just like, this is, if it's going to, it's going to be dessert. Your favorite, favorite. My favorite, like if I'm having it with some friends or my Mm -hmm. husband. Oh my gosh. My favorite, favorite, favorite cup of coffee 
is going to be at the beach on a balcony. Oh. Either in the morning or if it's overcast, like raining. Yes. That's my all-time favorite. I hope that this has just put you exactly where you need to be. Yes. Wherever you're listening. <laughs> I like a good coffee chat. I do, too. It's just fun. And yeah. we're sitting here with our cups of coffee and candle burning. And mm-hmm. and we're dreaming like we that like it's it. a beautiful fall day outside. Yeah. It's not too bad. Reminiscing about our she gathering. We yes. just celebrated our second birthday. It was so fun. Yeah. This is my favorite. August is when we kind of reset. That's when we launched two years ago. Yes. But... It's weird to think about that was our third August. So we've completed two years. We're mm-hmm. So like, we're go- into our third big, year now. My golly. I can't believe that's for real. I know. My so favorite, cool. I think, obviously, you know, worship and the prayer response was mm-hmm. incredible. The, yeah. Oh, man, worship was so good. But I always love that wow factor for seeing like the girls walk in yeah and seeing a space transformed yeah. and they you know fo- the photo walls i get so little excited. photo booth areas yeah. oh my gosh well and it's just so cool because we've you know we've been saying it a lot through this birthday celebration that is happy birthday to all of us yeah and not just to she not just to us as leaders not just because it's been two years of growing the community in general which includes this podcast it includes our social media people that we are able to you know, encourage on there and then in person and in gatherings and in small groups, it's everybody. That's right. And it's two years of building That's right. um, and changing our view of the women beside us. That's right. Um, and it's just been really cool. Yeah. And to see the ownership that's mm-hmm. taken place in the yeah. hearts of the women all over yes. because of what's happening here. The yeah. Lord's blessed you know, for she, it's just, He's so, just so cool good. to see. Yeah. He's just so good. Yeah. Well, we're about to have um, just a laid back conversation where we just kind of unpack your message yeah. from the gathering. You guys Gosh. heard it on the podcast just last week. And um, this was a good one. This was on as the, the others weren't so much, but no, this was uh, all of our, all of our most recent is our new favorite. So yes, yes always. <laughs> but I know this one hit home with a lot of people. It was on identity. And yeah. I know you said that this has sat on your heart for about a year. You said, mm-hmm. tell me about why it was so important to you. And I think specifically, I just started becoming more and more aware of the different types of conversations that I would have with Um, you know, girls that are in school or mamas of teenagers or um, just in general, a conversation with someone who was no longer had the the identity of being a wife and that reshaping or even having friends that are no longer having the identity of a pastor in front of them. Like that's Mm -hmm. been a huge adjustment and having walked through a little bit of a shift, even professionally in my own life, mm-hmm. that like it just tendered my heart to see because genuinely, whenever you say the word identity, you know, it's such a blanket yeah. covering. And yeah. so I just really wanted to like bring emphasis of what, why it's so important that you have it and that it's the foundation of Jesus, but yeah. also like legitimately where all of the different um, angles that identity can come from. Mm-hmm. So. I love that. I love that you talked through this and I love the perspective that you brought. Obviously, you know, if we're going to bring it, it's going to be a biblical perspective yeah. of identity. Yeah. But, you know, culture right now, obviously, everyone around us is struggling sure. with identity. And unfortunately, in culture, they are um, applauding 
just following your heart. Like every little whelm that enters your mind. Oh, go for it. Go and do that. sneaky What's, little ways. It's so sneaky. Because mm-hmm. truly, yes, like you do want to have happiness, but that's not our end goal. And right. I see it often all over the place. Like do whatever makes your soul happy. I'm like, no, we're no. going to do what makes our soul holy. Holy. Yeah. Holy. That's it. That's the difference. And, um, what I what I really loved and I felt that you said and I think it really illustrates what a lot of people are not willing to embrace, I guess you could say, is how the difference you made in discovering what's inside of you versus declaring it or determining mm. what's inside. Because right now and we're not going to get into this. This is not a political discussion, but sure. you know, there's so many, Oh, you feel like a different gender. Well then just go, go figure that out. Go oh, de- declare that. Like, you feel like you're a pet, a, a cat, a declare dog. It. Just be it, you yeah. know? And it, it gets so confusing to everybody. Cause that, I know that that's a big hot topic, but it could be the same as, Oh, you feel like you're not good enough as what you are. So go be, you know, there was a, a season in my life where that was it. Like I felt like, oh, I do need to be a businesswoman and own the world and wear pointy toe stilettos. And and then I finally woke up one day. It was honestly when I found Jesus sure. and was like, that's not me at all. Like that is not me. That's me trying to fit a mold. Oh, I thought as soon as I graduated high school, I needed to go to Parisians and just purchase all of the mm. business attire that my <laughs> grandmother would own. In fact, we went shopping together. Oh my and gosh. I mean, because that's what I thought the next professional move yeah. was. But how much more beautiful when you start really discovering. Yes. I am still discovering what yes. God's put inside of me now. You know what? That when you think of discovering, I think about how it is a lifelong journey. Yeah. And it encourages me to know that I'm still and will forever be discovering yeah. how the Lord has crafted and made me mm-hmm. and um, become a little bit more secure in that part of it. Yeah. So, so as you become older, it would be easier to think about maybe not dreaming in a specific aspect, mm-hmm. but genuinely when your identity is in Christ, like it's boundless. It's true. And it affords you to be able to think outside of what you know culture or or whatever is in front of you like what the norm would be yeah and so yeah that's cool yeah just for, I, I thought this was a cool reference point it took me a minute to this is a whole other conversation so i won't dig into it for real but mm. it took me a minute to embrace this but the other day i picked up my 15 year chip from celebrate recovery wow well, 15 and, years. Yeah, it was. a, And I, I struggled. I was like, why is this a weird thing for me to want to go get? But and I finally, finally dug into it enough to figure out it's because I knew it wasn't me. It was God. Like, mm. I didn't do the work to have 15 years sober, drug free and a monogamous, amazing relationship and all these different things. Sure. So it feels weird to take the credit and go get a 15 year chip. But I'm like, I didn't do it, though. Yeah. Um, but the truth is what it what it finally registered was like, that's 15 years of discovering what God has put inside of me for real. Oh, that's and beautiful. to be able to say, no, I'm still discovering. Like it's 15 years all in and mm-hmm. there's still something new. I feel like around every corner. I mean, if you just put it even in terms of this beautiful planet that the Lord's created, there are parts of this world that are mm-hmm. still being discovered. Yeah. They're not declaring it. Yeah. They are discovering it. They're discovering it. it. That's Your right. favorite, my favorite example you did was your hair. <laughs> 
I was like, well, if that didn't just put a pin on it, that is it. Yeah. Talk yeah. about discovering your white hair. Yeah. I cannot um, just say I'm going to determine that I have white hair because the truth is yeah. it's there. Yeah. Like, it's, you can't declare your hair's black either. Like, it's there, girl. Like, And, and your hair lady knows. Yeah. yeah she knows <laughs> you, all the secrets. You can fool everyone else, but she knows. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Um, your points were great too. The first one you said our identity comes from the world, mm. something we can let sneak in and um, and put titles on us, put labels on us. Um, obviously, a job or something, a role you play is a big one. That and it's be- not to even say that those are not worthy like titles right. and and yeah. that you, you gosh, I hope that you identify as yeah one you know, someone that is passionately in love with the Lord, but also the things that he's given you, Mm -hmm. let's do that well. But also let's just remember that it was given to us by the giver of the role. That's right. And we cannot put that, we cannot put him over the actual role or title or position or identity that we have. Yeah. But Lord, every single, all those gifts, all the, you know, so your job, your title can be so used for him if you have that perspective right um if you're a doctor you might save the next human that's going to be the person who invents something something that prevent you know what i mean like there's this whole string of things where the god's just using each one of us Mm -hmm. um the trick is when that's all you are like you said and there's so much i've seen people lose you know well you talked about even the shift in your job title Mm -hmm. but i've worked with you know i work with the musicians and all the worship department at our church Mm. at cultivate and um I've I've hand I've worked with musicians before that we weren't going to put on the platform for one reason or another, whether it's lifestyle, whether it's skill, whatever it is. But if they um, when they find themselves not being able to do what they're used to doing, they're like, mm-hmm. well, who even am I? Who if I can't be on the platform doing that thing, then yeah. I'm nothing. I'm yeah. just a person. And I was like, wait a minute. Well, can we just talk about the red flag that if you're not first a worshiper, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be on the platform doing worship like because that's there's no place for doing work like you got to first be a worshiper and it's the same thing like with you you naturally do all these things like you're first giving god your yes to be a servant of the lord and so when your title changed you had a moment but it didn't wreck who you are right it just revealed so much in where Mm -hmm. i was and honestly it's, you know, my, like this is just how my brain works. Because if I do discover, and I think this is just God's grace on our life, but if I discover there's an area that I need to submit over to him, then mm-hmm. obviously that kind of unveils a whole lot. Yeah. So what does that look like if I am, if something were to tragically happen to my husband or to my children, mm-hmm. am I still covered in his and he is the sole, like, um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like my my identity is not going to be wrapped up. Obviously, like the love, the great things that he's given me. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like I just want to be able to be found at his feet. I heard yeah. someone once say, um, thinking about heaven. And gosh, it just, it, it kind of even wrecked me a little bit. Think, everybody thinks about their loved ones that they want to run to. Yeah. And I just want it to be Jesus that I'm running to. Mm, yeah. You know, I know like it's such an honor to even, you know, like a blessing to know that my family and that my husband's going to be there, but I want yeah. it to be Jesus first. And I think that's the part that we have to remember. Like he's blessed us with so much good. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and even in the not good, he's still just so he can fill all the gaps. Yeah. 
Well, and what I think is so cool about all this is being able to watch you go through that transition and job title mm-hmm. was, um, you know, I remember the day that it really happened. Mm-hmm. And I think both of us were sitting here going, what are you going to do now? <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> <laughs> but God reveals like, hey, it was time for growth. And yeah. here's all the things you're going to do. Yeah. And you've been able to show up in completely different ways for all of our teams. Like it's now true. that you took on pastoring people and losing the admin spot, it was like, OK, well, my attention is not dissolved, divided. But it wasn't like there was this huge hole that you were scrambling for before, but it was just time. It God's was like, here's your next level. It was an unsettling because I didn't know what to expect. Right. But my gosh, I mm-hmm. mean, there was no gap in meaning like, oh, yeah. what am I going to do? It, it was very clear. This is the next right step. And it's been so cool. It's yeah. been so cool to watch just and I know we're talking about a very specific thing, but it's that way in every I've seen it in multiple other ways. Things where mine has shifted and you see that next level of growth or even the podcast, even things we're doing right now. Like That's right. You you're not ready for it. And then you see that you are ready for this. And then there's a next step. And then there's a next step. Because it has so much to do with determining or discovering, not mm-hmm. determining, discovering yeah. what you can do yeah. and what he puts in front of you. And it's like, it's just so cool to see that play out. But you know what is so cool is that God knows he can't handle it all at once. And he does just give you little steps. Yeah. Step, step. Yeah. He lets you discover it little by little instead of being like, here's the end game of what you're going to be doing. I used to joke that I was like, God, I need you to just fill out my day planner. I'd be cool if you'd fill out my day planner. <laughs> just make my whole thing for me. Yes. Lord. Yes. But I was we would never too. be able to yeah. handle it. We would yeah. not be able to handle it so he's just so good to us knowing our our minds are so tiny yeah and I want to do all the things genuinely that's my personality I just like to discover all the different areas but I'm also learning in that that I can only do so many things well yeah Yeah. and so that's part of the discovery process it's like learning what that looks like it is for sure yeah it is for sure. So those are the kind of things that the world can put on us, right? Usually, I mean, we're harping kind of on the job title situation or things we do. But you but can that's fill what people in the can blank on anything outside. in your yeah, life. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The other, th- the next thing you talked about was our identity coming from ourself. And sometimes this can be the most tragic. Because mm-hmm. I know, I feel like what I've seen so often is when done wrong, it's usually so wrong. I, I don't often see people think they're better than they are most people are tending to diminish themselves that's true and it's so heartbreaking yeah yeah that's why um genuinely whenever you just really think about the importance of identity and that when jesus talks about discovering truth and and Mm -hmm. and revealing truth that has everything to do with our identity as well because Mm -hmm. if we're believing that's falsehood it only straps us. It right. puts us in this bondage state mm-hmm. that we're never going to be able to say, I'm not worthy enough. We're not yep. worthy enough. We're only yep. worthy because of Jesus. Or I'm not good enough. Or I'm not, I shouldn't be sitting here because I, I don't meet the credentials. Or I shouldn't be having this conversation because, and turns out the Holy Spirit's the one that's doing the work in you, period. Right. And so if we're just, if we're held captive by our thoughts Mm -hmm. and we're not allowing the Lord to reveal, then we are very much so taken on exactly what Eve did and saying, my way's better. Yeah. And that's not his plan for us. That's right. It is so easy to let people's voices have too much say in all of that. I remember walking through a time where I was told I was worthless. I was told no one would love me. And so I became 
I, I believed that. And I was going down a path where I was going to spend my life with someone who I knew I was not in love with, but I knew would take care of me. And because I just thought, well, love's not out there for me. It's not in my cards. And and it was it was the Lord that opened my eyes finally. And I got out and to think of what I could have walked away from, like seeing the perfect marriage. Sure. No marriage is perfect. But for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. For me. Yeah. The perfect husband, this amazing family, this church family, this women's community, all the things that would have not happened in my life. It's just that's what's got to wreck you in your heart to know that no one has the right to affect you in that kind of way. Like God's got to be your source so that when somebody speaks something over you, that's right. That's not the right that you can see it and you can go, oh, heck no, you don't have the right to put I that always, seed in my mind. I always go back to and it this this never bothered me until I was older in years. Mm -hmm. And I never even go back and read my yearbooks. <laughs> but some teacher wrote about me being absent minded. I had no Ooh. idea that I was absent minded. <laughs> go figure. Go figure. <laughs> but I mean, I was really a responsible, like, I really felt like, I mean, as much as a, I'm sure 17 year old feels like, sure. Um, that I had it together mm -hmm. for as best as I could. And when she wrote that, yeah, and there was something that happened about 15 years later that just messed with me yeah. and about being absent-minded. And I was like, no, my, I'm not absent-minded. Like, there may be qualities about me that I just have to overcome, mm -hmm. but no, like, I, there is intention and there is purpose in what I'm doing. Yeah. But that it could have easily shaped. Yeah exactly how I went about my life. That's it. And I'm just not going to allow for that. My daughter, I talk about her struggles with a lot of other parents as far as like reading because she does have dyslexia. Mm -hmm. But that, I'm not going to let that yeah. be one part of her life to where it holds her back for any other thing. Yeah. In fact, it's going to be the thing that gives her a drive yep. to be able to work harder and do more because yeah. of something. Yes. Is flipping that narrative. And yeah. gosh, having... There's just so much power in words. And so that's why I appreciate so many of our teacher friends that are so very specific yes, and care so deeply for the students that are under there. But it's the same thing in a relationship or a friendship or a parent to a child or any kind of relationship is being careful, one, of your words and two, who you let speak over you. Because words do hold so much weight and yeah. you will find yourself, if you're not careful, shaping or allowing. That's right things to hold you back that, That's right. you know, just don't have any place to it. I didn't get to say this scripture verse, but I just love this so much. Um, I could feel it. I think I probably would have mm -hmm. just sobbed from actually like <laughs> speaking it on the platform, but talking about being a survivor. Mm -hmm. And I love the scripture in first John four, four, it says, but you belong to God, my dear, dear children, you have already won a victory over these people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Mm -hmm. Christ follower, working through whatever, there's always going to be a scenario in your life that you may have to fight for that victory. Right. But it's also that mindset of knowing that we're fighting from a victory that's already won. That's right. Versus something that we have to do on our own. Yeah. So it has everything to do with what we tell ourselves inwardly. That's right. That's so good. I love that. You know, we can we can feel like activity is the same thing as our, you know, we're wanting to prove to ourselves and other people that we have value. So we want to sure. be busy. We want to do all the things and prove that we can, we can, we can fill this role. We can fill this void. We can all this stuff, but 
one of my favorite things is how God expressed approval over Jesus when he was just starting his ministry. Mm-hmm. And I brought this out in a message recently at She, but when Jesus was being baptized, God said, this is my son. I love him and I'm well pleased with him. And this was spoken over his life before he preached the message, before he was healing people, mm-hmm. before he did anything. It was literally just walking close to the father and being obedient and faithful. Like mm-hmm. it was relational. It wasn't and didn't have anything to do with achievement. um, I just think that's the most beautiful thing. Because it is everything about what he is doing in us. Mm -hmm. Um, If I'm just going to be like real raw and real, like just put it out there for you. Speaking is is something that does not come naturally Mm -hmm. to me. But I do have this passion and this desire to speak God's word. Mm-hmm. And for so long, especially with our gatherings and just getting used to it, because it's yeah. a newer thing for us, that aspect of like, Lord, I just want to do it so well. I yeah. want to communicate your word so well. And and I've been on one side of where I left the platform and sawed because it was not exactly <laughs> how I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then I was so excited about this past message because it just felt like I could feel, I can feel the growth in that area. Yeah. But you know what? It was no different feeling than doing it. What I thought was not great versus mm-hmm. what I thought was great. Because at the end of the day, it was still the Lord's. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with what I have going on inwardly. Yeah. Like his, he's doing the work. Yeah. And to see the salvations that took place, it's not, it has nothing to do mm-hmm. with the actual thing that is Danielle Doss yep. has everything to do with what he is allowing to have happen. I swear he's just so faithful because it really, if you just give over what you have ownership over and say, God, I know you've got me in this role, but my answer is yes to you and not to me. Like, do what you want to do through this. Like, what people don't know happened behind the scenes at this last gathering was that worship was haywire. Yeah. The loops behind, like, with the, for those who don't know about music, somebody <laughs> in our ears is going, verse two, three, four. Like, he's counting I, us off. It's click, click, click. The in worst and, possible scenario for my brain. I don't <laughs> understand how y'all do that. It's a challenge. Yeah. But you know what's more of a challenge is when he's saying the wrong things at the wrong time. <laughs> And that's what was happening during worship. And I was out in the crowd and I am the one who's going to pay attention to details. And I noticed a couple of little blips, but did not register what was happening because the Lord was just moving. People were in worship. Their voices were so dang loud. The band were just saying yes to the Lord and not getting in their heads about it. And, you know, made this atmosphere still where people could worship. We get done with worship. I I see them in the back and they are all freaking out, Mm. like losing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, because they're like, you know, when this is your heart, you don't want anything to stand in the way of people meeting Jesus. I'm like, you got to understand, like God still used what you did because your hearts are pure and your yes was yes and god moved despite the chaos because you our team just says yes just gives it to him and knows it's not about us anyways and god's so faithful to show up when that's your heart and at the end of the day it was about his presence being there gosh it was yes yeah i knew i know nothing about music or (laughs) i know maybe if there's somebody shanking a quarter or something occasionally (laughs) i know when you sound like trash but (laughs) but honestly i don't even know if that could have even been heard over the room full of women worshiping their voices were so loud it was beautiful yeah it was so good it was so good well this leads us perfectly into to the, the last point you had was mm-hmm. that our identity comes from God. Yeah. And I just loved it. You used John 10, 1 through 10 
as a main scripture here, but just that the sheep know his voice and they follow him. And I, isn't it so cool? Like he gives us a name. Yes. Like there's some, he knows his sheep by name. Yeah. And we're not just someone, you know, random walking around. Like yeah. he knows the They're details yeah. for us to discover. Yes. Yeah. I love it. And I love First John 3, 1. It just says, see what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called the children of God. And so we are. Yeah. And this is why so much the shirt that we did for this month was said one of a kind on it. The one from our last gathering said daughter of the king. Mm-hmm. And I just love being able to wear that label in a world of labels yeah. to be able to go, uh-uh, you're not going to say anything over me because I know I'm a daughter of the king. He said freely he has given us sonship in his family. Yeah. And so that's who I am. Yeah. So I dare you to tell me something different. That's right. And I just love it. There's just no language of achievement or performance in that. It's just Isn't there some sort of authority too that you can walk in knowing that that is your title, like that's Heck, your identity. Yeah. My children are going to be walking around with a different level of comfort when mama and daddy are around mm-hmm. because they know that they are safe and that they are seen and that they are going to be provided for. And we have that same authority because we are in the same shoes. And how much more our heavenly father who sees and knows every aspect of the future of the surroundings that we're in, even in this day. Yeah, that's it. Gosh, it's so much. And the verses before that just talk about abiding in him. Mm. And that's where it comes from. I know. I love the book of John. It's, it's just solid. I, I love mean, the, the book of the, the Bible. The, the book of the- <laughs> the book of the Bible. I would say if you are new to opening up scripture, Mm -hmm. start in John. It's my Mm -hmm. encouragement to just see. That's a great book. Yeah. 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 Just again. For reference, I said first John. Did you you say first John? I said first John. You were in John and they're both killer. Like it's awesome. Oh yeah. Okay. But just in case somebody's trying to look it up later, they'll be like, Jen lied. It's not in there. (laughs) First John. Uh, But still, yes, John is incredible. What I loved about this, um, point that you brought out was how why this matters so much uh, uh, embracing our identity being from God and what he's spoken over us and we have to choose which identity we're going to accept are we going to accept what the world's giving us are we going to accept what we put on ourselves or are we going to accept what God's put over us mm-hmm. because our life here is just this little blip it's a vapor but the choice we make affects our eternity mm-hmm. and that's forever ever mm-hmm. and listen there is something to be said because our eternity is forever. And whether we're given 5, 10, 80, 101 years here on earth, that mm-hmm. is just a little blip. There is a difference in eternity and, and his his the whole reason why he sent Jesus is so we could have eternal life, mm-hmm. life and life to the fullest. But if that if if your title, if your identity is not daughter of the king yep. then your eternity is going to look different and yep. it is just a vapor so that's why it matters so much yeah about our identity here and now yeah and it really is a choice that we have to make which i think is beautiful um because god's god he could have just made us robots he could have just made us fall in line and he didn't mm-hmm. he gave us the choice which is bittersweet um, my son's always like, well, why did God even create Satan if he knew it was going to happen? I'm I know. Like, I love those good questions. I know. I'm like, I know what it sounds like, but it's also beautiful because he's not forcing us. He wants to be known and robots do nobody any good. Like if you didn't choose to love him, mm-hmm. there's still emptiness. When you think about the reality of what God's spoken of over us, when it finally rings true and you realize that eternity like we, we know that we can take God at his word, right? Yes. He's proven it time mm-hmm. and time again. And if, 
eternity is what he says it is. It's worth making the decision now. That's right. That seems harder because the world is going to put out all the things that look awesome. And sometimes our decisions are hard, but realizing that it's worth it right now because of the forever, being able to live in his presence forever. Yeah. It's just got to hold that weight. But when it does, oh my gosh, when your identity isn't wrapped up in achieving, but it's wrapped up in him and we realize that we're God's children and then that's just enough. I love this scripture from Psalm 16, verse five through six. It says, Lord, you alone are my portion, my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places and surely I have a delightful inheritance. And that comes with being a child Mm -hmm. of God. Mm -hmm. And when you are a son, a daughter, Mm -hmm. you can trust a good father. And it's yeah. like you said, a lot of people don't have that great example yeah. of an earthly father. Yeah. So it might be difficult to understand mm-hmm. that perfect love. Yeah. And sometimes understanding that perfect love does have an aspect of of discipline mm-hmm. to help or this yeah. pruning to where you may lose this title. But it's all because it's about this discovery of how he's made you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's different seasons that you're going to have in life. And I love I don't have my Bible right in front of me. I should. What am I thinking? But it's an axe and it's talking about the boundaries. And and um, I have just marinated in that and thinking about how. He has placed us here on planet Earth and given us the people surrounding us for a reason. But if you keep reading on into that scripture, it's so that we may find him. Mm -hmm. And like we are here around, surrounded. He gave us a family. He gave us this community. He gave you your your influence that's around you so that we can all in hopes find him. Yeah. And we can only do that if our identity is on the foundation of Jesus. That's right. That's right. But gosh, when we get this in our spirits, we no longer live and die just on the praise or the criticism of others. Yeah. But we can fully embrace then the God, the person that God has fashioned us to be, like mm-hmm. so on purpose. Mm-hmm. And as we continue to discover that, we've got freedom to help other people do the same. That's yeah. when you can speak life into other people, knowing that their awesome is not going to take away from your awesome, but yeah. just kind of complete the picture. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. Coffee chat, tea chat, water chat, whatever your favorite hydration is, we hope you are enjoying it even more so with a fresh reminder that you are a daughter of the king. Speaking of daughter of the king, merch is a thing. She merch is a thing. And Jen briefly mentioned it in today's podcast. But if you would like to go and grab your own uh, daughter of the king tea or any of our other amazing merch, and let me just reiterate it, it's like just the best merch on planet earth you can find a link in our show notes and just for our podcast listeners we always drop a piece of merch or some new merch every gathering but for the month of september we have a special drop so keep your eyes peeled for all the socials so you don't miss it until next time keep growing